So I was like, fine, good, I trust that. Um, so then we, you know, it came to the day for Rachel to be induced, and um, the plan, everything just went wrong. Like everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Baby was struggling, like heart rate was dipping down. Rachel's heart was sort of doing okay, which was awesome at the time. Um, but anyway, throughout this immense struggle, eventually they resorted to pulling Levi out with forceps. And he came out and he was perfect. Like there was not one thing wrong with him. Um, and so then they gave Levi straight to me. Um, and we only spent maybe 30 seconds with Rachel because then like immediately she, she had lost over a third of her entire blood capacity. And so she like immediately crashed. And so then they put me and Levi out down the hallway. And um, it was for nearly one hour that I was sitting in this hallway alone with this brand new baby. And I hadn't heard anything. All of these doctors, probably, there's probably nearly 40 people in that room. And all of these doctors running in and running out of that room. And then I'm starting to freak out a little bit. So I'm like, what if Rachel doesn't make it? Like, what if Levi doesn't have a mum? And what if I don't have a wife anymore? What's going to happen? And then in that moment, Jesus sort of said, remember the promises. Because it's, it's a whole other story, but Jesus promised me that I'd have a family and I'd have a wife and kids and everything like that. And so in that moment, Jesus really showed up. And then I, this is after 45 minutes of me panicking with this brand new baby in my arms. Um, and so then I just started to praise Jesus and praise him for the baby that's just being born and for everything that's happening. And then when, I, when Jesus showed up, I just started praising him. And then next thing I knew, I heard Rachel's voice from like way down the hallway saying, where's my husband? Where's my baby? <laughs> and then I knew it was all good. <laughs> that's an amazing account, Chris. So in that moment where you say Jesus showed up, can you just kind of maybe give us a little picture of what, what that, did he like visually walk in, into the room or did he, was it just like an, a, you sensed him in your emotions or how, how, did, how did that experience happen for you in that moment? In that moment I was feeling quite alone and you know everyone says Jesus is your friend. And so when Jesus showed up, I felt like my friend, my best friend had arrived and he just put his arms around me. This is sort of in my mind's eye. Yep. Um, my best friend just showed up, put his arms around me and he was like, remember what the promises were. Um, everything is going to be okay. That's an amazing account. Um, now, how has that changed your life, Chris? How has that Jesus showing up in that moment, what has... You know, how's that changed your life? Well, I now know that Jesus will never let me down. He always shows up. Like, you can talk to me about this afterwards. We've only got a few minutes now. But um, the last two years for me, Jesus just, has just kept showing up and showing up and showing up in all these times of trials and all these things that have not gone to plan. And so I, I can without a doubt rely on God. There's no doubt in my mind that Jesus is going to show up every time. Awesome, Jesus. Now, um, what would you say to someone who is right now, maybe even sitting in this room, or maybe there's people here that know of others that um, are in situations where it would be really 
amazing if Jesus would show up right now. What, what would you say to them in their journey as they're looking for Jesus? If you're looking for Jesus to show up, praise Jesus. In your time of need, if you turn to Jesus, he'll definitely be there. In my time of need, Jesus showed up and I said, praise Jesus. Um, you are king. You're a king of this situation. You're king of every situation. And that's when he loves to show up. Awesome. Hey, thanks, Chris. Hey, do you want to just thank Chris Woodray for sharing? All right, I'm going to invite Kai Geeskins to come on up here. Come on up, Kai. Why don't you welcome Kai? He's going to share with us a little bit of his when Jesus showed up. There you go, mate. All right, so Kai um, is just, just going to fill in time here while he finishes off eating. <laughs> all right, I shot some questions to you yesterday. So, all right, Kai. When was the time that Jesus showed up as king in your life? The first time or when? Just any time that he showed up as king. Could be the first time, whatever. Uh, well, a couple of weeks ago at um, the night service on Sunday night, um, we had Matt Challoner, I think, yep. had a talk, like preached to everyone that was there, and that, that afternoon I wasn't feeling the best, I was angry, I was upset, so everything wasn't going my way, and just came down and he was talking about um, uh, prophesying to people and randoms and stuff, and I don't know, I was just, something hit me and I, I just really wanted it. And I went out to receive it, and it just hit me, and I just felt refreshed, and just felt so good. All right, can you just um, ex can you just explain for me just a little bit when you say you came forward? Do you mean like you were here, and you came down the front here, and then it, it you used the words "it hit me." What, what was going on there when you say, it hit me? What, ha what, what does that mean? Tell us a little bit about what was going on. Uh, well, the whole night, I could feel his presence on me. Just, and he, he asked everyone to come out to the front that wanted prayer or wanted what he preached about. And I, I just went down. And then he, just the Holy Spirit and people praying for me just hit me. Like, just... Like physically, like yeah. literally, like yeah. a wall of power and presence just kind of hit, hit yeah. you. Yeah. Like okay, <laughs> so it was pretty powerful, pretty dynamic. Um, now, you were sharing that um, you were feeling angry, upset, things weren't going your way. You come down the front, you're hungry for God. God wipes over the top of you with his presence and his love. You end up wiped out on the floor, what was going on in that moment when you were being hit by love? Uh, what happened for you in that moment when you are on the floor? We were just talking to each other. Um, Excellent. It was like yeah. communication was really easy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Good. And, um, 
That's good, mate. You know, um, just just to encourage people, when the presence of God does sometimes show up like that in such an intense way on our life, you know, Isaiah, if you read Isaiah 6, he, he, he became almost speechless and just was like, had nothing really to say other than, oh God, help me, you're awesome, I'm not, um, please help me. And he was out of words because the intensity of God's love was so powerful and present. But it's good, Kai, there was some communication happening going on there. Now, what's, what would you say is the impact of having had that encounter with Jesus showing up? What's happened since? What's it been like for you since? Um, I've just, I feel more connected, like easier to talk to him and have a conversation with him. Yeah. That's great, man. Connection is what it's about. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, if, um, what would you say to people here who aren't feeling connected and maybe feel a little maybe angry or disconnected from God right now? What, how would you encourage them right now? Um, I'd encourage them to come out for some prayer and just receive. Good stuff. That's good. And that um, Jesus would show up as king in their life. Yeah. Hey, did you have anything else you want to add? Don't think so. All right. Well said. All right. Hey, let's thank Kai Gooskins. And last one I'm going to invite to come and share with us is Olivia Clark. Liv helped lead worship this morning. Come on up, Liv. Why don't you welcome Liv? All right, Liv, why don't you share for us a time where Jesus showed up for you as king? Um, I, since you asked me this question a little while ago, um, I keep thinking about situations and I'm thinking, nope, that's not good enough. Nope, that's not the right situation. So I'm going to talk about a situation where um, I heard a voice in my head and it said something very special. Um, and it was just Jesus revealing himself in a completely new and personal way that I'd never heard him before. Um, and we were down here one time. Um, it was, I think it was a healing or prayer workshop. It was a long time ago. Um, and we were sitting out the back and we were praying for some people and um, people were getting words of encouragement for one another and I was hearing nothing. And I thought, all right, well, that's okay. I don't need to hear anything. I'll just, you know, I'll just keep praying. I'll, I'll, I'll be your rock. And um, then all of a sudden this really old hymn came into my mind and it was just a song that, you know, was like a nursery rhyme to me sort of thing. And then I just started singing it over the person, over the girl that I was praying for. And she just, she broke. She absolutely broke. And the situation changed and she said, why? Why did you sing that? And I'm just like, well, I don't know what it means to you, but here's what it means to me. And we had a bit of a moment. And then that was just so encouraging to my heart. And then on the, in the car on the way home, um, I was just singing Amazing Grace in my head. And Jesus turned up in that moment and he just said in my head, he's like, you know what? I picked that voice for you. I knew you'd have fun with it. 
That's so great. You know, that reminds me as I'm listening to you, Liv, that reminds me of how, how God has like made us so unique and he knows exactly how to f- reveal his greatness and his goodness to us in just the right way that we know that it's him. Yeah. And so would you say that that was what was going on for you in that moment? Yes, absolutely. That was, that was Jesus, my brother, my yep. big brother, was sitting in the car and just saying, well, yeah, it was God the Father who was saying, you know what, I picked that voice and I gave yep. it specifically to you because I knew you'd have fun with it. Yep. And then it was Jesus, my brother, afterwards, and he was just like gathering me up and he's like, noogie, noogie, I knew you'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, our first risen brother from the dead, absolutely. Um, so Liv, how, how has that encounter with Jesus when he showed up like that for you, how has that sort of translated now into your everyday sort of journey with Jesus as King? Sure. Um, well, it really encourages me every time that I want to pray for someone just to, I don't, I don't get words of encouragement. I don't get, you know, big pictures and things like that. You know, sometimes it's happened, but I get songs and, if you hear me behind you singing over you, then you know that's just something that that's that's my gift. And so, I would say, you know, in my in my walk with Jesus now, I've learnt to trust that, just to hear that song, to tune into that song, and just to sort of clear out the haze and just hone in on that one message. Liv, that is so encouraging. What would you say to people who are right now who may be sitting here? And thinking, gosh, you know, um, I really struggle to, you know, in those moments too. What would, how, how would you encourage them right now? Yeah, just take the time and, um, like I said, just clear the haze and just think about, you know, ask God really simple questions that you know that He <laughs> He will answer. Just sit there really quietly, just clear all of the distractions, and just say, right, God, do you love me today? And I'm sure you will hear an answer on your heart and just develop, you know, how did you hear that? Okay, well, follow that path and just, yeah, just learn to trust the still small voice. Beautiful, Liv. Hey, thanks, Liv. Appreciate you and your story. Why don't we just thank Liv Clark? Thanks, mate. You know, Jesus is an amazing king and isn't it? I, I just love hearing people's stories of how Jesus shows up at just the right time in just the right way so that we know that it's him. We know that it's his good kingdom and his agenda to want to lead our lives. Um, so I just want to say thanks, Liv. Thanks, Kai. And thanks, Chris. We appreciate you guys just opening up and sharing a little bit of your story today. It's an encouragement to us all. And, um, you know... Sitting among us today is a whole bunch of stories of how Jesus has shown up as as king at different times in all of our lives. And even when we think about Palm Sunday when Jesus showed up as king, he came in peace riding on a donkey. And he came at a moment when all of history was at the, all of the history of, of God through the people of Israel was at this for anyone who's a musician here, it was at the high point of the music. It was like, you know how when you 
listen to a, 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 the music that they write for the movies or something, you know, it builds at certain points in the movie. The music builds to what they call a crescendo moment. It's kind of like everything zeroes in on this moment with the music and the film and everything. And this is that moment for the people of Israel. Here is the long story of the faithfulness and the love of God in the earth building to this crescendo moment in time where all of the music and all of the story and all of the events are pointing to this one moment where God is saying, I'm here and I'm showing up as king. And I want to encourage you, you know, this, this Easter, come before Jesus and say, I need you to show up. Because if there's one thing we've heard from the stories of the people that have shared today, and even from the stories of the Bible, if we had to take time to read them, Jesus loves an invitation to show up and be king. When Jesus showed up one day on the side of a hill, there were a whole bunch of hungry people. The Bible says there was 5,000 men alone that day on the side of the hill, let alone family and children and spouses. And, and there was not enough food to feed everyone. And the disciples said, what are we going to do? Well, Jesus showed up as king and he took some food, a couple of loaves of bread and some fish from a little boy and fed the thousands with it. Jesus showed up as king. One day there was a grieving mother. It was actually a funeral procession. She was burying her only son. And Jesus, filled with compassion, saw what was happening for this woman. And he reached to the casket as it was being carried. And he told the dead boy, get up. And he awoke, came back to life, and Jesus returned the now living son back to his mother. And there was obviously great joy in that moment. See, Jesus, filled with compassion, showed up as king. Um, you may remember that uh, there was a blind man one day, and he's, he, he heard that Jesus was, was coming through town, obviously because he couldn't see but he called for Jesus because he could hear Jesus was coming. And he called for him from the crowd and he said, Son of David, Son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. You know, and the crowd was like, shh, hey, shh, quieten down. But all the more, this man cried out and Jesus stopped and healed him. And gave him his sight. The blind received sight when Jesus showed up as king. You may remember the story in the book of Acts where Paul is walking along and at the temple gates there's this guy who's been there since birth. Crippled. Since birth. Unable to walk. And now Jesus is showing up as king through his disciples. And Paul looks at this crippled gentleman at the temple gate and he looks at him and he could see that this man believed in Jesus, had faith that Jesus was present to heal. And so Paul said to him, on your feet. And at that, 
the crippled man was healed. Jesus showed up for that crippled man through the followers of Jesus. You may remember the story in John chapter 4. It's one of the most moving and heartfelt stories in there where one day Jesus was going to get a drink from the well and there was a woman there and she was getting a drink herself. Interesting, she wasn't getting a drink or she wasn't drawing water when all the other women were because she'd been isolated by the community. She was alone and lonely. And Jesus asked her for a drink and she said, oh, don't you understand, I'm not allowed to give you a drink. I'm not allowed to mix with your type because I'm from this type and you're from that type. And Jesus said, if only you knew who it was that was asking you for a drink. If only you knew. Well, somewhere in that encounter, Jesus showed up as king to this woman and her eyes were open and her life was impacted by love, by Jesus, so much so that she said, hang here, I'm going home. She told everyone that she'd met Jesus and that he'd changed her life. He knew of all of her history, all of her struggle, all of her shame and brokenness and still he loved her and she went home and she told everyone about Jesus and how he had showed up and then everyone from home ran to Jesus. Friends, this Easter, if you just take some time and read through the stories of the Gospels, like literally open your Bibles this Easter, this next seven days. Make a point of opening your Bible and reading the copious amounts of story after story after story of how Jesus shows up as king. And I guarantee you, you will find your story in those stories. You will see yourself in those stories because Jesus longs to show up for you and for me and all of our family and all of our friends and everyone that's trying their darndest to run away from God. This Easter, Jesus wants to show up as king. Who needs Jesus to show up as king? Who among us today needs Jesus to show up as king? I loved Kai's story. He was frustrated and angry and things weren't going his way. But he just put himself in a place and a space of going, you know what, I need, I need God more than I'm able to be angry at God right now. And he pursued God and Jesus showed up as king. Who among us today needs Jesus to show up as king? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask, um, well, we're going to finish up here in a minute, but I want you to capture that, yes, I do need Jesus to show up as king. But I also want you to take it a step further today. I want you to go a step further and say, now, Jesus, who are the people around me 
that I'm doing life with that need you to show up today. Philippians 2 says, Be not just concerned for yourself, but have a conscious awareness of those around you as well. Because that's how the humble king likes to come, for you and for those around you. So I'm just going to pray now, and I'm going to invite Jesus to show up. For you and for the people right now that he's placing on your heart around you that need him. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today, just a chance to hang out as big family here at the vineyard and celebrate your kingdom. And we just ask even now, Holy Spirit, even as you've been touching our hearts and opening us up to the reality of the Father's great love for us, through our worship time, as the Bible was read, as the, as the people just shared their stories, as you've been reaching towards us, we just want to acknowledge that right now and say thank you that you love us. Would you show up, Lord, as king for everyone in this room today and for everyone that we know that right now couldn't give two hoots about who you are? Would you show up as king? Bring your kingdom, Lord. I just in the name of Jesus, I just feel like there's a a weight of prophet, prophetic hope being released to you this week and to me. There is prophetic hope being released to you and to me. And I can't say, thus says the Lord, but I will say my heart is really stirred right now towards this. But you can look to Jesus to be king and transform lives in the next seven days. Look for his kingdom. Expect his rule and reign to come. There is, a, there is a sense of the Holy Spirit on you for this. Jesus dealt with the sin of the world and the power of death in the space of a few days. He can change a life. He can change a situation and make it to more, look more like heaven on earth. Restoration, healing, renewed hope, restored relationship, breakthroughs of finance and provision, the kingdom, Jesus' rule as king. Look for it this week, people. Look for him. Invite him. 
and even in the words of our good friend Chris Woodrow, you can always count on him. He'll show up. He'll show up. He'll show up. Jesus, you're a good king. We love you.